the platform. Step up and, and speak out. It is a good evening at ZFM Stereo, my station, your station, the hottest radio in town. The name is Larry Kuderai on this episode of The Platform. Uh, it is uh, the frequencies you can listen to us across the country. Uh, we're broadcasting on 106.4 in Harare. Uh, from Vlaoya, my hometown, 106.7. Nyanga, 98.2. Mtorashanga, 97.6. And you can check us out in Kamativi, Wange, 105.1. Among so many frequencies you can listen to us across the country. On the internet is www.zfmstereo.co. ZW. Do listen to us here uh, over the internet. And also, just get your friends to get in on the discussion on Twitter at ZFM Stereo, on Facebook uh, also at ZFM Stereo. Uh, 0731-168045 That's the WhatsApp number that you can get in touch with me in the studio. 0731-168045 I'll be repeating that number as we go. Now, ZANPF's uh, Congress ended Saturday with the uh, party endorsing President Emerson Mnangagwa as its uh, sole candidate for the 2023 general election. Now, the ruling party's Central Committee report says rising inflation, deepening poverty and internal party divisions are the biggest risks to its power. The party is banking on gra- a grassroots campaign, reaching out to various interest groups and public infrastructure projects to deliver a big win next year. Some of the main takeaways from the Central committee report which was uh, distributed delegates include uh, the fact that the party said it uh, did a membership audit including a national sell day to to be sure of how many members it has it says that it has uh, four million two hundred and forty five eight hundred and fifty thousand members according to uh, the financial council which is a part of the central committee report zanon pf in 2022 has raised 1.6 billion uh, from uh, subscriptions um, that is 1.6 billion Zimbabwe dollars in subscriptions, donations, investments, and its allocation from the government. It has raised uh, 6.4 million uh, US dollars from donations and another uh, 46,952 US dollars from subscriptions. There are no disclosures in as far as donors. The party says its strategy for next year's election is building grassroots uh, structures, uh, targeting special interest groups, and amplifying what is seen as uh, what it sees as successes on infrastructure. Uh, Again, as I said earlier, the, 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 some of the threat is, includes inflation fueled by exchange rate uh, weakness as it is uh, spreading discontent and divisions over internal uh, elections uh, and according to the ZANPF Security Department. In the studio right now, I've got Ambassador Christopher Mchangwa, the ZANPF spokesperson, hoping to be joined a little bit later by the Secretary for uh, for war veterans, Douglas Mahia. But starting off with you, Ambassador, to break the ice, uh, first of all, thank you very much for joining me this evening. And, um, maybe you could give us a rundown. I know I, I made a summary of the Central Committee report, but could you give us a rundown of the events at the Congress and, and outcomes from the party's point of view? Well, we had our Congress. It started off with the Politburo on Wednesday. Then we had our Central Committee. The Politburo is the Secretariat of the Central Committee. It is like the inner cabinet and it is chosen by the president. Then we had the Central Committee meeting on Thursday, uh, which is uh, the board which runs ZANPF between the Congresses. Uh, Then thereafter we had the Congress itself on Friday, uh, which started off on Friday. Friday. The Congress is made up of the representatives or the elected representatives of the of, of the party from the various provinces through the, uh, the, orga- the, the, the the organs of the party. And in this instance, 
historically it was the 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 main wing of course then we had the the women's league and then the the youth league these are the organs which make up uh, zan pf and then uh, of course the elected representative coming from the various provinces so this was the previous central committee and it had also the, it supervised the elections of the central of the new central committee which was the incoming one which had a new aspect and the new aspect was an organ of the war veterans league which did not which did not exist in the party in the formal sense it, the war veterans had revived themselves within zanu pf in the 1980s as an affiliate of the party the zimbabwe national liberation war veterans association of which i am the the current chairman but now it is the, it, it came in as the league and uh, it, it, it this was formalized of course by the elections which were endorsed by the central committee of the new central committee which was done on friday and in the process also was the a selection of our candidate we know we are facing elections next year and it is agreed in Zanpiof that the leader of the party is also the president is, is also the candidate president presidential candidate for the incoming elections and uh, we selected we the, the we elected selected uh, through the elections of the various organs as has been stated that our president Emerson Damzom Nangagwa is going to become the party presidential candidate come the harmonized elections in 2023. So well ahead of the elections, we are very sure of our candidate. And then, of course, on Friday, he started the process of choosing uh, the, the, the inner cabinet, replacing the former Politburo. And uh, the, the most interesting aspects being the retention of the basic uh, leadership at the presidium which was uh, before you know there were no changes we had uh, our vice president chuenga been coming back as the first as the second vice president and of course vice president mohadi also coming in as the second vice president and this harks back to the unita court of 1987 which brought together the two liberation movements zanu uh, uh, zanla forces and zipra forces one from zanu and the other one from Zapu, uh, and now we have the Fozano PF, which is the, the two parties. So that structure is intact, and the, the two vice presidents represent those who fought for the liberation of this country. And uh, in this instance, now there is a formal structure of the War Veterans League, which was a wing of the party which was unrecognized, but which was actually the, the vessel of the two liberation movements uh, since their, their proscription since the Ian Smith regime banned them in the 1960s. They had given an instruction that they form an armed wing which would be there to defend the people and from scratch we set up an army. It took us about uh, years to, to eventually come to victory, a, protra a protracted armed struggle, but out of it became the core of what is now the Zimbabwe Defense Forces we came in, coming out of Zanla and Zipra and it is the one which organized the whole population of Zimbabwe in an asymmetrical warfare which is a warfare where we used the, our numbers as a population as a bigger population against a minority regime and offset their, their, their technological and 
and mobility advantages over us, including, of course, the advantage in aerial warfare, you know, helicopters and bombers and, and the like, and, and sporter planes. So this is uh, the organ which carried, the, the vessel which carried the party during these difficult years. Now it has been formalized into a war veterans league of the, of the combatants from that period. This is the structure which is now in place. It is all, you know, all, all, all the machinery of ZANU-PF is now uh, standing on the, if I can say, if it's a vehicle, it's standing on its four wheels, the engine is there, uh, the wheels are oil, are being oiled, everything is done now. We are ready for the elections come 2023. We think we are going to whitewash the opposition. We will mimic the victory which we achieved back in 1980 when we came in as a free, as, uh, to deliver freedom, democracy and independence to Zimbabwe. But I think we could even go further and actually deliver a resounding victory through our candidate and do away with the opposition which uh, owes its existence much more to sponsorship by Western countries which seem to be tiring more and more in their support for the opposition. So I have a question there. There's a lot of things to unpack there. 0731 What do you think of the outcomes and the events that took place? Were you following them? What did you, what stood out for you? The aspect that I think that start, stood out a lot for a lot of people was the uh, re- retention, reappointment of, if one would call it, whichever word it is, of uh, Vice President Mahadi in, as the one of the the vice presidents of your political party. Does this speak to him returning to government at some point? Yes, you know, we would hope that he goes back to government. We have absolute confidence in him as a party. You know, there are things which happen, there are misdemeanors and uh, you know, you know, we, 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 which may have uh, been, you know, part of his life, but we don't think they are central. They, they to, to, to his leadership qualities. He's a tried and tested cadre who decided to go to war, trained in the Soviet Union, came back to fight, got arrested, was on treason, was was, was escaped, you know, you know, well, he, was, he wasn't, on, he was definitely on death row, the, the Rhodesians, he was one of the longest serving prisoners from the, from, from the Rhodesian state apparatus, and he only saw his freedom, you know, at independence in 1980. He's a seasoned cadre, and he, we have absolute confidence. He has been working at the party, doing his best, going all over the country, making sure that the machinery of the party is doing well, and the party is indeed doing well because he came to party headquarters and he proved his metal again as a leader of ZANU-PF. So there is nothing which we feel can stand in the way of him assuming his, his vice presidents again in government. We don't think, you know, we, he should be unduly afflicted by anything which may have gone on before. I, you know, I think if he has gone through the the, 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 the period where he may have he had to do introspection on those things. And, the, you know, we are we are a part which believes that people can always be rehabilitated. ZANU-PF never believes in, in, in the original sin you know, afflict, you know, afflicting somebody forever. So we see him coming back into the government if the president sees it so fit. So given that context, uh, would this, do you think this would be after or before the election, given the fact that, it, given the circumstances of the resignation, it could cause distraction for your party? No, not really. You know, we are much more interested in what somebody can do in terms of uh, his hard work for the party and he has discharged himself very well at party headquarters. That's why the party is so strong. That's why I can speak of the membership, which uh, we, uh, which we now has. You know, we actually think that uh, he's, uh, be, he's being at the party has been very helpful because government work 
tended to overshadow what was being done at the at, at the party but that is proper for the period which you know following the, the new dispensation we needed to do more at government level because that's where deliverables are given to the people to make to change their lives zan pf is for the prosperity of the people of zimbabwe that's what that's the only role zan pf is there to discharge to deliver prosperity to the people of zimbabwe we have no other no other uh, commitment other than to say zimbabwe's people must be prosperous because look you know we sacrifice our lives you know every five people who went to war only two came back alive and for people to make that decision to say it doesn't matter if my life does not make it to independence but as long as my country is free i offer my life we have a compact with the dead people with those who sacrificed and is we are living up to that expectation and when he was working at the party we were very much committed to that message and it was proper that for the period we know we, we know we, soon after the uh, operation Lagos, we focus on governance but now we've got elections coming up we have to focus on getting the mandate from the people so that we can go back again to governing so we need more people at the party and it is bright and proper that uh, he was at the party leading for the reorganization of the party Oh seven three one one six eight zero four five. So they, ha- ha- you've heard it. Uh, the hope is uh, Vice President Mohadi will return to government. Now the question I will ask, a uh, pursuant to that, is: Does that mean that the, the party is now in election mode? Because I know you keep talking about the mandate. You're trying to get the mandate of the people. That's what we are. We are all the all the processes which the party has been going through, which is setting up the women's league, setting up the youth league, setting up the new reformed veterans league then the elections of the main league and then now of course the 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 the, the central committee and the choice of the of the politburo is to put the structures of zanu pf fully in, in 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 sync and in alignment in preparations for the elections remember we are a structured party you know and we actually lead the most structured country on the african continent and this is not bragging it's a matter of historical reality you don't win a modern war against the foremost imperial power of the time the british who were the their rhodesian kids who were in situ in this country and thought they would there forever as, as permanent rulers and that the support of the most modern military alliance in the world which was called the north atlantic treaty organization nato and they were being tutored in warfare by american vietnam veterans and all sorts of veterans from the french wars in africa and the british wars they were tutored and we won against this formidable array of adversaries you know from the west you get structured in order to win if you are not structured you can't win so this is why we say that Zimbabwe is the most structured society and ZANPF is one of the most structured parties on the African continent so we are bringing back those structures gearing for the elections because we have one unique advantage which uh, people overlook which is that when we were on the verge of military victory in 1979, we decided to go for an armistice with our adversaries. In that armistice, we decided to lay down our arms and to go into assembly points. And out of assembly points, we allowed the election, the electorate of Zimbabwe to decide who is going to rule them through the ballot box. We are the first ever revolutionary national liberation movement to opt for the ballot box as the means to get to power. 
other nations, Cuba, China, Vietnam, everybody, they simply said, we have won the war, we organized the people, so it's bullet to office or bush to office. We were different. We decided to say we use the ballot. So we, we, we hold the democratic aspect of Zimbabwe sacred. That's why we scoff at anybody who wants to teach us democracy. Because we actually became the standard for which the United Nations would resolve issues in Nicaragua and many other countries. Bring the, 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 the fighting people together and giving the electorate a chance for them to vote. So this is what makes ZANU-PF very special in terms of its, its, its approach to national politics. We have consistently held elections since the independence. We hold the, the, the electoral processes. We never take it for granted that we are destined to rule. We fight for every vote. We fight for every vote from the Zimbabwean person because we think that is what gives us the right to be the, the, the ruling part of Zimbabwe. So then, moving forward to some other, I think we, we, we're quite exhausted that one. The, the, there were reports before the, the Congress that the President and his deputy were not working together, uh, but the outcome of the Congress suggests otherwise. What is your com- comment on this? Look, I'm the spokesperson of ZANU-PF and I can tell you that we know each other. We know the president is unique as that, that the speciality that he went war-wise. When we were forming the, 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 the army and the Italian armed wing in the 1960s, he actually left the country as a Zapu Keda, among the very first ones to think that we could set up an army even well before the African Organization of African Unity was structured to give the OA Liberation Committee. He left. He is a survivor of those who were at the forefront of the formation of the fledgling army, which is the Zimbabwe Defense Forces today. He comes, he trains in Egypt, trains in China, China comes back. He fights and gets arrested. He's on death row. He's lucky to escape because his birth certificate was not in the country, so he couldn't be of a hanging age. Then he survives. He then is freed because of the success of the same army in the Northeast Offensive, which was set up by Tongo Gara and the late chairman Ebert Chitepo through collaboration with Fredimo. We had a very, very, the way the first major success in the implantation of, an, of a homegrown guerrilla army among the population of Zimbabwe, which when we started fighting again in 1971-72, the Rhodesians never could identify whom they were fighting against. So a people's war was implanted in this country. And by 1974, it had become enough of a force to force the Rhodesians and the Americans to galvanize the Americans to look to try to forestall the eventuality of the military victory of this army through what is called the detent exercise. And the American Secretary of State then, Kissinger, comes in and he says to Ian Smith, free everybody, go and talk. And that's how, that's when the president is freed as a prisoner, you know, from death row. And he goes back to Zambia, he finishes his school, becomes a lawyer. And rather than continue to become a lawyer in Zambia, because his parents were in Zambia, because they had gone earlier on when they were in exile, were exiled by the Rhodesians, 
he comes back to war for the second time in Mozambique. And by this time, the war has become so huge with a total influx of young people from all walks of life into Mozambique because they could see that freedom had delivered victory and they were aware of what was going on in the northeast earlier on, that we have an army which is now our own army which can defend the people against the Rhodesians. So he comes back. That is also the same time a lot of the other young men had started leaving the country, which include the president, the vice president, General Chuenga, the, the Mohadis. But we also, immediately afterwards, there's our group. We came from, we left university ourselves in 1975 uh, with Comrade Opamchinguru, we all left in, the, in big numbers in the 1970s. What am I trying to say? I'm saying that we know each other. And I remind people, out of every five people who went to war, two only came back alive. So we bonded, we know each other. These things about divisions within ZANU-PF and this and that, maybe somebody may think that, you know, he knows ZANU-PF better than us, but we know each other. I don't need to make an appointment to see any of these people. I just go and knock at their gates because we know each other. And for people to think that they can come in and divide ZANU-PF to the, to, 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 to the glee of the Americans or the British or some Western powers, it's daydreaming. It won't happen. It won't happen. And what happens at the Congress showed that the glue which makes us stick together as ZANU-PF is much stronger. It's trinapon glue. It's, it's you, 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 know, you, you, you can't do anything about it. And this is the message, a very resounding message, first to the internal opposition, which was thinking that there could be divisions in ZANU-PF where they could try to, to, to ally themselves with one party and try to form a GNU. It, there's no chance of ever that happening because that was the dream of the Western countries. Then secondly, to those Western countries which think that they can continue to thrive on divide and rule of the African population, it may happen in other African countries where there will be civil wars or coups or this or that. Here, no, it doesn't happen because... We stick to each other, we know each other, we grew up together, we, 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 are, we are products of the war, and we, 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 we stick together when there is danger. And that's exactly what happened at the Congress. But uh, your party's security department has warned that uh, in its Central Committee report that internal divisions caused by district and provincial restructuring will likely cost the party ahead of the 2023 elections. What's your take on that? If you're saying that, look, we know each other, maybe at the presidium level or whatever the case may be in the interpretation of what that what that may be some people may say okay look maybe president nangagwa outsmarted uh, vice president uh Chiwenga, whatever the case may be but your party is saying that internal division might be an issue in 2023 no it's a, it's a proper observation but you've got to remember that the party is a part of six years of history when we say we reorganize the party and brought in the War Veterans League. These are the people who organized the population of Zimbabwe to be structured, what I describing earlier on. They were not part of the mainstream of the party for the, for, for the last 40 years. It is precisely because of the danger which is being pointed out by our security department that we thought it timely to have a structure of the War Veterans League. These are master organizers. These are the people who engineered the victory against the Rhodesians. These are the people who are going to become the backbone of imparting the ideology of unity 
within the within the party you see we've got young people get who coming in we've got other people who may not have been mujibas and and chimbuidos during the war they are coming they are excited about the party but they don't know the ideology of the party they don't know the historical organization which i'm talking about but we have this core of the war veterans we have this core of the affiliate organization from the war collaborators and this is the core which we're now going to work with Chichepo School of Ideology so that the historical aspects of our of the of the evolution of our party and what it has done to make the people of Zimbabwe come together can become the ethos of all the members who are coming in. So we are addressing that issue by bringing together, bring back the Chichepo School of Ideology. I am a product of the Chichepo School of Ideology. Be, you know, I, I trained, you know, I was a political commissar, you know, and then afterwards I went, I came back to the front, I fought. And then afterwards we had to go back to training to, to in the party school, which had been founded, you know, at Mugagao and later on it became big in, Moza, in Mozambique, the Chitepo School of Ideology. So we, we, we if anything which has sustained ZANU-PF, it is that core of political commissars who went to advanced political training to understand how the world evolves over a period of time. We understand the, 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 the evolution of human society. That is what, and, and the, the role of the people in changing their lives over the ages, over the, over, over the different from the communal age to slavery, to feudal, to the, in the, to, the, to, to the capitalist state. This is what we taught about, how we make human beings feel they are the motive drivers of history. That's what the Chitepo School of Ideology did. Because then it becomes the basis on which we organize the population. So this is why the school is becoming so important, it's so popular, you know, because it teaches ideology. It addresses exactly this concern which is coming from our security department. We are going to mold the Zimbabwean people along the same lines we did during the war. It was not haphazard. That's why we had Pungwes during the war. So, but I have to mm. ask this question, though. Yes. Given that it's happening um, probably nine months until the election, or whatever the case may be, an, an, an observer, an outside observer, might su suggest that given it's happening just on the eve of election, it's a it's a it's panic buttons that are being but that are being pressed to start no, with. No. And secondly, do you ha have the, the do you have enough time to deal with the skeptics? would think because of restructuring that take place, they might lose their positions or whatever the case may be. No, no, ZANU-PF ZANU -PF is not about positions. You know, the, you know it, for the other parties who are sponsored, who think that uh, one day they can just rule from nowhere, from the blue. Yeah, they can fight for positions. ZANU-PF, I told you, the central tenet of ZANU-PF is saving the people. How do we deliver prosperity to the people of Zimbabwe? That is the historic mission of ZANU-PF. So everything which we do as a party is geared on how we can deliver prosperity to the people of Zimbabwe. And we can do deliver prosperity by making the people of Zimbabwe be aligned with their resources so that their ingenuity, their creative genius can work on the resources which God gave Zimbabwe so that we deliver prosperity. That's where we differ from the other parties. The other parties believe that prosperity is a product of the Americans. Prosperity is a product of obnobbing with the British or the Western countries. We don't believe in that. So we, if you are not there to save then don't bother to come to ZANU-PF. And if you are there to save, then you must be prepared to learn from the history of those who saved ZANU-PF until they died. 
which is a whole generation of young people. I'll tell you, I came from St. Augustine's. My principal then, Father Prosa, was asked, when, when, when I was at university, when we had gone to Mozambique, he was asked by the BBC, why are so many people, young people, going to war? He was white. He couldn't tell them that you are oppressive because it would have been outrageous to the British upper society, upper class society and the Rhodesians. You know how he answered? He says, I don't know why people are going to war, but what I do know is that the best and the brightest are going to war. So this is, the, this is what made ZANU-PF it is today. The best and brightest Zimbabwean minds of that particular generation went to war and organized this machinery which we have today. Why did they get organized? Because they said my life doesn't matter as long as Zimbabwe becomes prosperous. So we are not bothered about the, 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 any, any divisions because we can handle them because there's nothing as difficult as uniting people to fight for independence and dying along the process. No challenge is as big as the one which we went through. This is small fish, this small fry. We're going to handle it. And the Shitepo School of Ideology, together with the revival of the War Veterans League as a structured organization of the party, who will then work with the collaborators who are an affiliate, will make sure that all the anxieties and, and, and concerns of the security department are addressed, and we are going to address them. That's why we don't fear gathering people, 4,000 people in a hall, filling up that place okay, together for three days. But I, 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 can, I, I can assure you, Chamisa won't do that. The day okay, I want to, because this is an important part, and mm. yeah, because you say the positions are not important, but uh, the president was uh, speaking, said candidates must be identified and selected by the appropriate organs of the party. There's no room for, for chicanery or whatever nature of whatever nature or form. Vote buying, violence, name dropping, any position of colors are not and will never be part of a political and organizational DNA. This is a quote from uh, the, earlier this month. Yes. He needed to say that, which means that there was a worry that there is that kind of behavior. Um, there is a worry, I suppose, there was that kind of I, that not, kind of behavior. I have not shared away from that. It's a mass party. Remember, we are. No, I'm going back to the part where you said yes. nobody is that worried about positions. Yes. Obviously, there are some people who will be upset by by restructuring. No, they, you can't be upset if you are there to save. If you are there to save your interests, then you don't belong to Zanu PF. If you are there to save your interests, we can always tell you to go to the opposition party. You know, you can go and join Chamisa, you can go and join all the other, you know, uh, fringe opposition parties. If you are there to save the people of Zimbabwe, you go by the tenets of ZANU-PF. You know, some of us, you know, we've, you know, we've been in this party, we've never risen to, to positions where we are presidents or this or that, but we're still very, very much very loyal to the party because it's a compact about the people who sacrifice for the independence of this country we are driven by the inspiration of those who says no matter i die this country needs freedom democracy and independence so that it can realize prosperity that's what drives zanu pf that is the distinctive nature of zanu pf so yes people can come in raw like when we went to war i was raw i was raw I was coming from you know, the university and I didn't know anything. But once I threw, I went through the paces of ZANU-PF, 
you go through orientation, political orientation, you go through training, and later you go at the front, you are teaching people every day, and people are teaching you in return through Pungues, through everything. You become a new person. That's what ZANPF did. It brought out a new person among Zimbabweans. That's why we are the most structured people on the African continent. I tell you for, 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 for just for your own, if in Zimbabwe you go to the rural village and you people cannot identify whom we are marrying, or you are going to get married to, they will report you to the intelligence organization of this country. This is the level of consciousness of Zimbabwe. In other African countries, you can live in this village for, for, for three generations without people bothering where you came from. Here, it doesn't happen in Zimbabwe. We are structured because of the fact that we went through a war of attrition to be where we are today. We did not get our independence on a platter. Before we take a break, uh, I want just the, the last question on this particular uh, issue. Given you have some people, like you say, quite for whatever reasons they have, wrong or right, they might decide that they are very disaffected by restructuring. And then you say some of them go to the opposition, but we know some people will sit internally and cause division. Are you not worried about the so-called Boram Sango then, if that is the case? No, it won't happen. We we, we went through that experience in, 19, in 2008 and you saw the, the result of it. You saw the whole uh, organizational structure of ZANU-PF went going through back to the rural areas to, to reorganize the people of Zimbabwe. And when we went for the rerun, it was very clear that the people of Zimbabwe had, had attained a new compact with their fighters. You know, that's what happened in 2008. We have learned from the past when if there's one thing which ZANU-PF is very capable of it's learning because war teaches you to learn if you don't learn in war then you would get defeated and since we did not get defeated it means we were learning all the time until victory so we are a party which is very positive we know where we are going we always anticipate a better future but not only do we anticipate it we work for it in a conscious manner that's why we have the Chitepo school of ideology to consciously develop a zimbabwean in the a kid of the party who knows what his role is in society who knows what the party is there for and what the government is being set up to do that's what zanbev ended member prosperity is the only goal the mission the lifelong mission of ZANU-PF. That's why we've existed for 60 years. That's why the other parties come and go and ours remain play, playing in the, in, 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 in the field. 0731168045. And come back reading some of your messages and carrying on with this uh, fascinating discussion about the ZANU-PF Congress uh, post-mortem. The, the Congress having taken part, taken place and uh, ended this past Saturday. I'm um, in the studio with the ZANU-PF spokesperson, Ambassador Christopher Muchangwa. I uh, was just taking a quick break and a comeback. As I say, we'll be attending to some of your messages.
nationwide entertainment. On the nationwide radio station. ZFM Stereo. The platform. Step up and speak out. It is five minutes past the hour of eight o'clock. My name is Larry Quita. Are you listening to ZFM Stereo? It is the platform. And we're talking about uh, the ZANU PF Congress that ended on Saturday. And I'm in the studio with uh, Ambassador Christopher Mshongo, who is the ZANU PF spokesperson. In case you don't know, ZANU PF Congress ended this weekend with the party endorsing President Munangagwa as its sole candidate for the 2023 general election. First question that I've come across 0731168045 evening. It's Shark Midship. Congratulations on a successful Congress, Ambassador Mushangwa. My question to the party with people at heart how much did, how much did, okay, they're asking about the Ford Rangers that came in and why didn't you use that money on things such as hospitals and schools? The purpose, of the, 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 the purpose of the party is to organize the people so that we win elections and then we elect, when we win elections we form a government and then the government rules to supply the services which you are talking about. It is not the party which is there to build hospitals, it is the government of Zimbabwe which is a product of the elections. Of, of 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 the country so your 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 questions about ambulances and hospitals and everything they are direct, they should be directed to the governing to the government of zimbabwe not to zanu pf we cannot fail to organize our parties our party because we want to assume the role of the government our budget for those things is minuscule compared to what the government uses to make the people of Zimbabwe get the services which they want. And that's where we are going now with a government which is people-oriented, which is a product of winning the elections. You have to win power first. We know our priorities. So if we don't apply our these resources as a party to the acquisition of vehicles and all the things which are necessary to organize people for an elections, we lose the elections. And then what happens? We get, you know parties which are sponsored by the West will be giving the other side all the resources which they want in order to offset a Zanupi of victory. So we know we are, our priorities as a party is to get organized and when we get the money we buy cars, we buy uh, all the, the necessary things which make us win and by, by organizing the people. So your question is not directed to ZANU-PF. Okay, it should so be directed to the government of let, Zimbabwe. Let's go to the next question. Mube yes. uh, from Balaya says uh, can uh, Ambassador Mchango explain when uh, uh, Zanpia VP Mahadi went to Japan to attend the funeral of the country's PM? Was he representing his party or the state? It is the, it is the discretion of the president to choose whom he ever wants to go and uh, you know uh, 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 represent him as the president of the of Zimbabwe. That is executive powers. He could choose a private citizen. He could choose anybody. So I'm I, I know maybe one day you can become president and we'll see what you do. The person who is asking that question. But it is the discretion of the executive to do exactly what he wants with the powers which is elected by the people of Zimbabwe. And there is nothing in the constitution of Zimbabwe which says the president should be constrained in the choice of the people who can represent him at any occasion. As someone say, else says, uh, how many members make the Politburo? How are they constituted? And what new position are you one center of power? Is it a one center of power type of situation? Well, we, you know, we, we, we come from a military structure and a military structure does not respect a, a div- divisions. You can't. This is, you got to remember we're a revolutionary movement. 
you don't go to the to the front with 10,000 leaders you go to the front with one leader and that's what ZANU-PF is all about remember we come from the national liberation movement we fought a war and unity is paramount and one center of power is axiomatic in the prosecution of the armed struggle and it is the armed struggle to which we all the structures today which run this country and that's what it requires one center of power and how many members make the Politburo? Well, you know, I, 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 not, I, it depends on this. The, 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 we have got a constitution which is changing right now. We are adjusting our constitution to the needs of the times so the president can and the party can change the constitution accordingly. But only it's between 20 and 30. Uh, some are deputies and some are secretaries, ruling departments. I, 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 off the cuff, I'm not, I'm not. Yeah, probably my legal department, Mr. Paul Mangwana, could answer that question exactly. But you could also just read on the internet and find out because the constitution of Zanpia of Israel is available on the internet. And are there any expectations besides the change in the number of pe- people in the Politburo? And the well, we amending have, of the constitution? We, we have tabled some amendments to our constitution to adjust to the new challenges because we are an evolving society. You see, ever since the Second Republic came in, we have focused ourselves less on politics, more on, on economics, and you can see the result. There's been a phenomenal delivery of. Uh, of, of 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 services of structures of 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 projects by the second republic and we are adjusting to an evolving economic situation where this country is poised to become one of the most prosperous countries on the african continent we are doing very well in terms of attracting foreign direct investment this country is well endowed with resources on a scale which everybody which was the appetite of some of the best boardrooms on earth and they they are coming to zimbabwe to put their money so that we can develop an economy which goes for the middle income status by 2030 we are firmly convinced that zimbabwe is going to become the top african country in the next couple of years in terms of destination for investment in terms of modernization and in terms of delivery of a better life for the african people we are on course to do that we will not spare we will not spare an effort to achieve that and that's what this election in 2023 will be all about uh the next question oh seven three one one six eight zero four five uh did the Congress address future trajectory of uh, bread and butter issues? Yes, we, we were very much focused on those issues. That's why we have Fumbuza, which has taken the country by storm. Everybody knows the distribution of inputs, which is going on, going on right now. And my constituencies in Mondoro, we have actually started hiring trucks to make sure that people get their fertilizer, get their inputs so that on time. That's why we have a bumper harvest in, in, in wheat production this year. The harvest is going on. We are making sure that we are self-sufficient in wheat and the whole other plethora of programs going on in reviving our livestock sector but you also have to realize that we are building roads all over the country so that because without roads you can't modernize you can't deliver prosperity to the people we need a people who can trade because trade is actually the lifeblood of a nation so we are building our we are rebuilding the roads even the highways the big ones are being rebuilt but most important we are also 
putting the resources of Zimbabwe, which are world class, like our iron ore deposits in Manise, at the disposal of the most competent companies on the global stage. The ones who are coming to Manise, they are top in, in steel production. They are Fortune 500 companies. You don't get those kinds of people to come to your country unless you are doing something good. Those are companies which know where they are and how to do it. So we are addressing the whole spectrum of the Zimbabwean economy from the cell all the way to the ward in the urban areas. You know, I, I always make a contrast. You know, we have an opposition which has been running cities for 20 years and they've all decayed. They don't care about people getting jobs. They think that the city is about shanties and they, you know, they, 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 no services, no roads, no, no, no sewage everywhere, you know, the garbage not being collected. This is the opposition. Come ZANPF, come the Second Republic, we change the matrix. We change rural lives. Now we are changing urban areas. We will be building cities, which you know, in new towns because of the development of the, in our steel sector. This is going to change. We have the largest steel project on the African continent being constructed 160 kilometers south of Harare. If you go there, okay. you marvel. This is what we are doing to change people's lives. This, if if you think the provision of having a steel industry doesn't address bread and butter issues, then I don't know what does. No, I've just got 15 more minutes with you, so I'd like to get other questions in. With all this knowledge, why is ZANU-PF not, I guess it's the historical context, publishing books and documentaries so that young people become learned, learned about of their history? That's Jackilo, who is, goes on to ask this question. Certain media houses are not invited to cover uh, Congress. The, uh, the party has been accused of following the footsteps of the old republic with, this, uh, with intolerance of private media no it's not we are the most open my wife is the minister of information and she has reached out to everybody who, who is treated equally i've been equally doing the same thing you know my 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 press conferences and pf are an open show if people decide that they don't want to write what is happening what is factual and they write fiction like they go into my facebook they look for old pictures and they claim that i'm in the united states when i haven't even got a visa from the american embassy to go there they are writing fiction and it's beginning we begin to wonder whether we should invite people who write fiction to our, to our, to our, to our, to our press conferences we want journalists who take their job seriously because people of Zimbabwe deserve factual information we have no problems with being criticized that's where the voice of America was there that's where the BBC was there that's where South African broadcasting services were there we don't care what people say about our policies if they are criticizing us but if you go out of your way to invent fiction like you say the president threatened the teachers during the, the, the conference when the teachers came to Harare. When nothing like that happened, you are creating fiction. So we begin to say, why do we need fiction writers? Because fiction writers can remain, can write their own fiction without coming to our, to our own conferences or to our briefings. In 15 minutes, Chela comes in with our story, so stay tuned for that. But at this moment, I'm with uh, Ambassador uh, uh, Christopher Mutrango, who is a PF uh, spokesperson. Uh, the Secretary for War Veterans, uh, Douglas Mahia, I think he won't be able to join us today. But I've got two questions as far as war vets, since you are the... Uh, the chairman of the of the Zimbabwe Liber, National Liberation War Veterans Association. The um, there's a section of some war veterans have come vocal and happy and, and say Zanupi has, has captured and silenced some of the war veterans by making them a structure of the parties. What is your of the party? What is your reaction to this? Well, they are free also to go if they are war veterans. They are free to go and join any other party which they want. 
We have a democratic constitution. If they are unhappy about what the other war veterans have done, become part of ZANU-PF, they can always find an expression in any other direction which they want. That's why I said from the beginning, we came to power by ballot. We believe in democracy. You are free as any other war veterans to go and form your association and go and form your party and go and pledge allegiance to whomever you want. We don't have to force you. But we, the mainstream of the war veterans, we want to be associated with the party which has always stood with the interests of the people of Zimbabwe at heart. And that's what that's why the Zimbabwe National Liberation War Veterans Association fought hard first to remove to 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 def, to, 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 to remind the former president that it was not him alone who, or it, it was he didn't own the war he didn't own Zimbabwe that's where the Zimbabwe National Liberation War Veterans was formed by the, the late national chairman Hunzi with the support of the war veterans and it became the savior of the country when uh, the, the first republic Mugabe and his wife and the, the Kasukweres wanted to turn this country into a dynastic monarchy. We intervened and we we arrested that. Of course, we worked together with our war veterans who were in the armed forces. So we are always rising to our duty to the Zimbabwe people. So if there are others, people who are unhappy, we don't mind. They are free to go wherever they want. But we really would wish that we always we can maintain the unit which made us free, the independence. Because these are all war veterans who fought. I've got respect for them, great respect for them. But if, of course, it's a democratic country. If they decide to, to, to go in any other direction, it is their choice. So can one be part of the Zimbabwe National, Liberators, uh, war, National Liberation War Veterans Association and still belong to a different uh, political party? No, no, no. We, we, we always want to be affiliated with the party. We fought for the league to be formed so that we become part of the of the mainstream decision making in the part which we we were the vessel during the war. That's why we are so happy as the National Liberation War Veterans Association that there is now a league of the war veterans. And I want to congratulate Comrade Mahia who couldn't make it today for having discharged the the, 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 the formation of the league. He was in charge of the sector of the war veterans. He did a good job. And I also want to congratulate congratulate my vice chairman who was in the association, Comrade Edmund Moore, who has now landed the job, the job of being the elected leader of the Zimbabwe National, of the, of, of the Veterans League of the Struggle. These are people whom I've worked with for a long time. I've got great respect for them. 0731168045. So, uh, didn't put the name. Uh, what actually happened to, uh, to the failure of the first dispensation so that ZANU-PF as the revolutionary party in the new dispensation does not repeat what happened in uh, the Mugabe era? Look, uh, the development of a country is not linear. It's not, you don't have a template which is God, it's like the Bible which says that you go this way. But even for the Bible, still people fail even when there is a, a document called, a book called the Bible. We know we fought, as, as we fought, we've, we, I, I, I always draw the parallel. If you are crossing a river, you step on stones, you feel the pebbles, and you try to make sure that you don't sink in the river. That's what ZANPF is all about. We, we are not chatting a, 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 a template 
where something is, is anointed as being the way to go. We feel, because this is the how society develops, you, you feel, you, you, you make mistakes along the way. You can also even go the wrong way, but the main thing is how do you recover from your mistakes so that you can make the way forward? And ZANPFU always learns from its mistakes so that it goes the way forward. We made the mistakes made in the, in, in the First Republic, and that's why I told you the war veterans stood up. We are, after 20 years of the MDC trying to change what was wrong with this, uh, the First Republic, we, the war veterans, did it in 20 months because we've got the experience. We know because we, were, we know our organization and we know our role which must discharge the people of Zimbabwe. So we have a better state, we have a better understanding of how to deal with the issues of Zimbabwe from our historical experience of having delivered the freedom which Zimbabwe has. Nobody else can discharge that role better than us. So we don't mind making mistakes. We are not afraid of making mistakes, but we are always determined to learn from our mistakes so that we deliver a better Zimbabwe for the future generations. Uh, my, my second war veteran question. War veterans have been accused in the past of using violence against the opposition as a campaign tool. Is this an accusation apt, first of all? And what, and, uh, what are you doing to ensure that there no, there's no violence ahead of the elections next year? Look, we, we know this issue of violence, it's, it's, a lot of it is a red herring from the Western countries which have never forgiven the, the, the Zimbabwe for the fact that we are the only African country which carried out a war against an Anglo-Saxon superior army and won. And because we won, they've never forgiven us because they thought they were invincible, they were thought they were indomitable. We brought them to heal. So they find all sorts of accusations against us. If we were violent, we would not get voted by the people of Zimbabwe. They would have driven us out of power. But because we, we, we stand for what the people of Zimbabwe want, we, are all, we always get their vote and we shall be doing that for, and for the next millennia as long as we stick to our tenets of saying we are there to deliver prosperity to the people of Zimbabwe. That's our role. All these other things, they are red herrings, they, are, they, 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 they mostly come from people who are sponsored by Western governments which can never countenance an African country which charts its own way and says this is the way it should be. We took back the land from them and that is the most violence which they talk about. We took power from them in 1980, which they thought they would never. That's what. So it is. A, it, it is. It is a red herring accusation. We treat it with the contempt most of the time. So if this is a perception issue, and uh, it might well be, and but even though the police have come out in recent times and say there has been some politically motivated violence here and there, the question is, what are you going to do to ensure that no violence, either no violence next year, or the perception of your party is being associated with violence? Our president has been on record. We are going all out of our way to make sure that you know, people are going to campaign freely, and we hope that it keeps like that. Uh, that we know, you know, we, we respect each other. We have the constitution which we worked together, even with the opposition. It was universally accepted by the Zimbabwe people. So it is a document which we are proud of, which I also hope the opposition parties are proud of, and we stick to it. But we also expect that when people lose the elections, they must accept that they lost the elections because the bane of Africa in opposition 
opposition is that when they lose opposition, you know, when they lose elections, they don't want to accept. And it is what sticks out with the triple C, which has now come out of the MDC. They've never accepted that they expected to lose elections because they were supposed to become an instrument of regime change by the West, which was defeated in 1980, which is angry because the resources of Zimbabwe are no longer available for the exploitation of foreigners at the expense of the Zimbabwean people. We are there to protect our resources from predators of the West. That cannot be said about the opposition in Zimbabwe. 0731168045. How can one become a student of Chitepo School of Ideology and, and do you train ordinary citizens? Yes, we are going out to train the ordinary students. That's why the citizens, that's why they, they are now, you know, a lot of people who have applied to the Chitepo. It is really the best thing which can happen to, to you. It gives you a world outlook, you know. I went to university before I went to university before I went to war. I went to university after the war. But what changed my orientation about life? whether as a businessman or as an ordinary politician, was the Chepo School of Ideology. Was It teaches you about how society evolves and the, uh, the motive force of human beings as the determines, determinants of history. That's what the Chepo College does. Comrade Machacha is there. He runs the, he's the, he's the principal of the Chepo School of Ideology. It is now invested without walls. We are bringing everybody into it and we are putting more resources to it. And even better, it is now affiliated with our the School of African Liberation, which is in Tanzania, where the shared experience of the African National Liberation Movements is, is actually synthesized into a continent, into a subcontinental-wide learning agenda for the subcontinent. We have the advantage as Zimbabwe that because of our bondage with Frelimo, with MPLA, with the NC, we developed a political soul which no other regional group has in the, on, the, on the world stage today. I feel at home in Luanda, I feel at home in Tanzania, in, in Dar es Salaam, I feel at home in, jo- in Pretoria, I feel at home in Maputo because we bonded as we fought against apartheid, against racism, against settler minority rule. And that is what makes Southern Africa unique. unique. That's where we can fight against sanctions together with all sub-region and with all African continent. We are Africans. We are going to win as Africans. Our time is going to come and ZANU-PF stands so solidly as a pan-Africanist ideological party. And uh, before I ask my last qu- question, uh, say that can Ambassador Mchaka come to Bulawayo for a lecture at uh, your party's ZANU-PF Bulawayo HQ? And my f- uh, final question to you is to the members of your party, um, there are some who have been asking repeatedly, when do the rest of the Politburo get announced? Is there an indication of when, when that will be announced? It is the prerogative of the President. It is in a cabinet. I, I, I'm sure that he sees with that matter. It's urgent. We need the people need direction, the party needs direction, the country needs direction. I'm sure he sees with the matter, but I can't jump the gun and start pushing him or trying to preempt his thing, his arrangements on that particular thing. But rest assured, it is a matter which is very much seized with. That's why we did all this organization in order to go to the Congress and to have an outcome out of the Congress. So there is no thumbs up a month two weeks there's nothing of that in that matter. Uh, the president is very much seized with the matter he knows it is the people's Zimbabwe are anxious they want to know the leadership of the part of the revolution the part which has done so much for them he won't delay any day any further than is absolutely necessary i can assure you and your pitch to people are not me- uh, members of your party to join it 
we are always saying come to zanu pf it is the people's party look it is the people which united it is the party which united the zimbabwe all zimbabwean population from the zambezi to the limpopo and from the kalahari to the to the eastern highlands it is the party which has bonded you with your original neighbors in southern africa it is the party which has taken zimbabwe to the global stage in terms of a diaspora which is a, which is a, which is virtually hard currency in any country the zimbabwean diaspora shines out it is a symbol of our population if they can do well abroad they can do well at home and with the president attracting businessmen very soon zimbabweans won't need to go for foreign businesses in foreign countries they will be coming to zimbabwe and staying at home and building solid families because they won't be divided because the country will be prosperous because people will be investing and businessmen will find zimbabwe their natural home uh, that's the voice of the Zanu PF spokesperson, uh, Ambassador Christopher Mchongwad. Thank you very much for joining me on this edition of the platform. Uh, you're always welcome to have discussions uh, on whatever issues that are pertinent at that yes, time. And I'm ready to go to Blauai to go and give a lecture at the, at the headquarters or any in any place, to, just time and place. I, I'm, I'm available. Okay, so my name is Larry Kwirirai. Uh, Chilla is coming now with. Uh, our story, otherwise, take care of yourself and the people that, that you love, as I say, from where I come from. I see, Risa Sevenza. Take care of yourself.